Good afternoon, Patriots. It is Thursday, April 28th, year 2022. Remember, today at 2 p.m. following the show, I'll be live on Brighteon TV, which you're welcome to join in. And then tonight on Bards FM, we've got the Resistance Chicks, which is part one of a two-parter. So tonight and tomorrow, both those shows will be with the Resistance Chicks. Great show. I think you're really going to enjoy it. I've been enjoying editing this one a lot. They're just a great and, and very uplifting conversation. So I think everybody's going to enjoy that a lot. Also remember the farm that we are in the process that we're going to focus on for right now. And I've talked about that last night. I'll talk about it again tonight, but we're kind of doing a farm focus of farms that are raising money to set up independence in the system. The farm we're focusing on right now is Helios Farms. That link is below last night's show. I'll put it below this night's show. If you want to be involved with them in any way, they have an internship program. They have a lot of things going on, and they're raising money with a go a, a give, send, go, if you want to contribute to that. So before we begin, just make sure that you're getting your good night's sleep, and that's going to be built around great products, like products from my pillow, which Giza cotton sheets are some of the softest you'll ever have, and the My Pillow Classic is literally one of the best pillows you'll ever sleep on. So those two things combined with many other great products can all be found at mypillow.com. Your promo code is Bards B A R D S. You can use that promo code anywhere on the Frank Speech site, the My Store site, and the My Pillow site. And of course, Bards Nation's Bards Nation has its own landing page, which is mypillow.com forward slash Bards, which will feature all of the latest specials, including the offer right now that if you Use your promo code with your order. You will get a copy of Mike Lindell's book included free. That's his story from Attic to one of America's great CEOs. Your promo code, again, is BARDS. You can also talk to a real live person if that's part of your inclination. And Patriot Pillow Counselors are available at 800-975-2939, 800-975-2939. Take advantage of some, some incredible savings. 60% off right now on Giza Cotton Sheets. My pillow's down for as low as nineteen ninety eight. Men's and women's sleepwear, 50% off. The, the My Slippers, 50% off. Just tremendous savings right now across everything. So check it out, mypillow.com forward slash Bards, promo code Bards, and you will not be dissatisfied. So we've got a lot of crazy stuff going on as normal, and um, I mean, no one should be surprised. But here's just a quick recap of the week so far, which is pretty good to hear, actually. This week, Elon Musk bought Twitter. Sean King deleted his Twitter account. John Stewart found out no one watches his show. CNN Plus died. Disney lost its self-governing status. That's hard to say. Say that five times. A judge struck down mask mandates for travel. Spotify dropped Michelle Obama. A judge dismisses Whoopi's motion to dismiss Kyle Rittenhouse's $25 million lawsuit. That was hard to say. Well, that's all some good stuff, and it kind of shows the wheels of justice are moving slowly, though painfully. None of us can disagree with that. The critical thing that we have to really appreciate is that we're not going to win this fight unless we control the food. And I'm and I going to stress that over and over. In every war, there is a Achilles heel of the enemy, and you have to find it. Because if they don't, if you don't find it and exploit it, they will win the war. It's pretty simple, unless you get some sort of great bit of luck a draw. And we don't need luck right now. And in the principle of reclaiming food, that means we have to reclaim the control over the food and our sovereignty that comes with it. 
right now we are still massively dependent on a food infrastructure that they control from start to finish. And the layers of control, as I was talking about in last night's show, and this will be, you know, the next couple shows in Bards FM and in the next few days are really going to focus in on this. The rules that are set in place are not going to allow, even if you're buying, say, organic, you're being fooled. Because that doesn't mean exactly what it says. It's still within the framework of the system that's going to require certain things like organic beef still requires injections of the beef. So if you like mRNA and you like eating mRNA, keep chewing on that beef because it's going to be yummy with all sorts of nanotech crawling through you. So it's essential that we really get a handle on everything about food. And that means each one of us has a responsibility to get busy growing your food and connecting locally with farmers and then looking at those models that are going to allow for true sovereignty and clean food. And we'll continue to raise up those farms that do just that, like Helios Farms. All right, patriots, 11 minutes after the hour. Let's pray. Father, we come to you today and just humbly place ourselves here and just really looking at the world with open eyes, stunned at just how deep, many times stunned at how deep this corruption is, how it has literally invaded every aspect of our lives. And so much of that, Father, we just has come from us in the process of accepting the contracts of convenience. We've stepped away, we stepped away from the offer of sovereignty, which was never intended to be easy, but intent, rather intended to be based on vigilance and perpetual pursuit of you, Father. Forgive us for those transgressions because they have been many. We have literally fallen in many, many ways and stepped away from our principal duties to put our eyes on you, to put our love in Christ, and not just in words and not just in pews, but literally in every aspect of our life and what that means. That biggest challenge right now, Lord, is finding that path. And so we pray for that clarity in each step to really be able to see where we're going to understand each step and the significance of our decisions. This is part of us seeking greater and more encompassing accountability for everything that we do. And that's part of us growing up as your children in this world. So, Father, just pr please hear our prayers and help us open our eyes deeply to the challenges before us, not with fear and not with hesitation, not with overwhelmingness where we start to feel like we can't accomplish anything, quite to the contrary. Father, we just pray for the clarity of the mission ahead so that we can see it and we can know how to pursue it and then have the insight and the wisdom that you can provide for us that gives us those steps, baby steps, each little step that leads us to that pathway towards sovereignty and away from the matrix of control. So much of what we're discovering is just the deceitfulness that's happened at every layer. Some of it intentional to literally harm us as, as your children. Others just as a byproduct of greed and, and filthy morals that have led things to just a disastrous end. And there's so much of that happening right now. People are just have are starting to lose, there are many people who have lost the will and the desire to be inspired by the joy and the challenges of life and rather have sought the convenience path, the path of convenience that offers them ease without effort, without strain. And all of these things lead ultimately to that path of destruction. Those are the wide gates. So Father, for if we have stepped into those pathways, forgive us. We seek repentance before you and 
as we walk and stride back towards that narrow path. And for those that are on that wide gate, please hear our prayers. We pray for mercy. We pray for awakening. We pray for the rupturing of the darkness that has corrupted their hearts. Let them see what's going on. There's so much in this world that is done simply to keep people busy, jobs that have meaningless ends, commitments to you that have nothing to do with the gifts and talents, but rather just fulfilling the need to fill a bank account and write checks to pay bills. We have to deviate from that. And ultimately, Father, one of the most overwhelming things that everybody feels is how do we overcome money? And we know that answer. But the question is, are we willing to step into that place? And that answer is simple. Trust in you. And Father, that's a level of trust that we all struggle with, every one of us, because that's a level of trust where we are so walking in that path with you that we completely step away from any concern of our bills, of the overbearing of mortgage, because we know if we are truly trusting in you, things will start to happen as you intend, and they will guide us to the place you need us to be. And that's not a, that is not a statement for us to try to escape responsibility, but rather to transition from the me world to the world led by you, Father. And that is a world that for most in this life, we've talked about it, we can visualize it, but it's not a framework of the world that we're currently in. The framework that we're in, Father, as you know very well, is structured around the me, the selfishness, the obsession with me possessing, the I Forgive us for those things. Forgive us. Forgive this nation. Forgive these countries around the world, all of which have done the same thing. And this is why we're here. We've turned the blind eye on children. We've turned the blind eye on the Satanists that are now in the open. And now as we are giving the gift to see, let us not be overwhelmed, Father. Quite to the contrary, let us be empowered. Let us be energized. Let us stand up more boldly with more fearlessness than ever before to speak out, to confront, to rebuke. And so today, Father, we pray for re- to rebuke all of this evil, to shatter it and cast it to the wind. That these words of people that are openly bragging and boasting around their satanic and deceitful practices from drinking blood to mutilations to sacrifices to the nonsense of their symbolism. Let it just be cast out, Father. Let it just fall on, on blind eyes and blind and deaf ears. That they, It has no resonance and no effect on anyone. And for those that have been following this path, just find, let them find that emptiness that comes when it just reveals its true nature. The offerings of Lucifer will have no bearing in this world, will have no dominion in this space. For we, as you have told us, proclaim dominion over evil, Father. Hear that in our hearts. And we will step on snakes and scorpions. This is a time when we must stand boldly. We must be greater than we've ever been. We must trust and lean into Jesus like we've never done before. And we know that we must lean into you as never before and trust in you. So where we fail, forgive us. But hear our hearts as we step into that place boldly. We step into that place, open arms, willing and ready, not always knowing where to go. But just give us that wisdom, Father, for those steps, the directions of where you need us to walk, the pathways you need us to do. We are blessed. You have showered us with unbelievable blessings, eyes to see, ears to hear, and everything that we need. So thank you. As a father to us, There are no words for all that you've given and the perpetual love that you provide. 
And in Jesus Christ's holy name, amen. Patriots, this is such an important time for us all to be seeking the deepest and most intimate relationship with Father. It's not just words of Scripture. It's a deeper personal relationship. And I'm not in any way minimizing the importance and essential nature of Scripture. But we need to, all of us, my opinion, be seeking a deeper relationship with Father where it is intimate, it is active, it's we're talking to him regularly just like we would talk to a parent. We're, em- we're embracing our life with Jesus as if we have a brother at our side. And that's sharing everything in our life with him and having those open conversations. If you're driving down the road talking to Jesus and people think you're crazy, good. Because I guarantee they think I'm crazy when I'm driving around. They'd be like, what's that dude doing in his Jeep? I'm talking to Jesus and I'm happy about it too. So let it be. It's good. And we're having a good conversation. So let's keep that going because that power is what's going to change this world. And each of those steps, we're, we're taking it back to a place where we're tied to him in such beautiful ways. And that's the garden, too. That's the sowing of seeds. I want you to listen to this really interesting piece. It's 2 minutes, 48 seconds, but it really starts to put some things in perspective. Take a listen. What's up, guys? Uh, I just wanted to give you uh, some news that my mom just shared. So she's been going to the same co-op for 30 years. And uh, her and some locals all pool together and get a few thousand dollars worth of produce shipped in, distribution center, all that. For the first time in 30 years, they couldn't make the shipment. And they called asking why. And the woman said that uh, they don't have the workers at the distribution plant and they didn't send out any shipments. And so they just... All the produce just got uh, thrown in the trash. And I guess this is happening all over the place, that there is a major, major labor shortage. And that this is what I experienced in uh, Eastern Europe when I used to live there. It's uh, This is how the tragedies are going to be happening. It's not sexy and, you know, black polished boots and, you know, uh, military action. It's going to be just nonsense. And I remember going into uh, stores in Brno in the Czech Republic and the culture of communism, the culture of communism pervade until they wouldn't even care about helping you. You'd walk in and I'd be like, yeah, I'm here to buy something. They're like, we don't care. I'm like, well, will you check me out? They're like, because there's no motivation. And so America and the West is starting to get a taste of what actual communism looks like. It's uh, despair. It's, uh, it's absolutely spiritual. It's not just an economic shift. It's, uh, it's people without the will to work or it's a demographic problem. It's people that didn't have families. We're now seeing the problem with this push towards, you know, sexual deviancy and stuff that an extended adolescence where there's not going to be the people to work. And so there is going to be a massive supply chain problem with food and it's already affecting my mom. It's like, all these families depend on this food. This is where they get their food. And and they're like, yeah, we don't. And then they're like, so when are we going to get this shipment? They're like, you're not. And they're like, can we drive to New Hampshire and get it? And they're like, no, no one packed it. It's like the whole distribution center isn't working. And that's actually what this looks like. And I've been warning people about this for years 
because I happened to have a, a big audience from when I worked in Hollywood, and I happened to be a history major who lived in Eastern Europe studying quote-unquote tyrannical takeovers. The tyranny isn't what people think. It's a breakdown of the social order because of low-level crime acceptance, despair, immorality, uh, and people not having children. And all that's absolutely true. Where we're sitting right now is this steady, slow death of social systems. And there are a lot of people that are part of this collapse because they've sought the life of convenience. Convenience is the destruction of culture. If we want to win this fight, and I don't think if I said that to anybody that has any sort of heart and soul for this nation and, and puts God in their life at any capacity, and of course, even better that we don't say God, but it's like, have you got Jesus in your heart? But anyway, you get my point. The point of this is that if you ask anybody like that, they're going to say, of course I want to win. Okay, well, if you want to win, then we've got to get busy and we, it's going back to go forward. It's part of seeking the ancient paths. And what that means in practical terms is not like we're going back to learn some spiritual voodoo that's going to like split the skies and bring down the thunder. This is about getting practical in life. This is about growing food. And I keep coming back to that because it's very fundamental. If you have food, think about the impact that has on your life. If you have food, you know that no matter what happens, you're going to be okay, at least by eating. And then each one of those steps helps you grow greater independence because all things link and work through food. You don't eat. I hope that you know how to fast for a long time. He he fasts for a long time. (laughs) You shall fast for a long time. And it won't be good. I'm telling you very much right now. So, grow food because it is principally the issue of sowing seeds. Sow seeds in your garden, sow seeds spiritually in your neighborhood. Help that process go. And then we support the farms that are trying to do just this and breaking away from this tyranny that we are dealing with. And it's really a food tyranny. It's a food tyranny system that's telling you, by the way, this is kind of just, this is basically what they're saying to you. We're going to provide you with food. You're going to buy it because we know you need it and we're not going to give it to you that's healthy. We're going to genetically engineer it so it's the food that we want to give you, but you're going to accept it because you're dumb, stupid slaves and because we know you'll buy it because you're dumb, stupid slaves. That's pretty much how the system is constructed. And oh, by the way, we've done these great taste tests and we've included a lot of things like we don't really want to tell you about, but we've added all sorts of food flavorings and things to trigger key responses in your brain and your food taste processors. That dark little secret is some of those have, uh, well, they have cells from babies in them and that's okay, but don't worry about that because that doesn't matter to you because we're the ones, the masters of food and we're going to feed them to you and you're going to buy them because we put it in some fancy boxes and some fancy packaging and we're going to put a good price tag on it and we're going to stamp organic and we'll put things like natural. I mean, this is the world of food. It has nothing to do with the origins of food. And when you start adding labor shortages into that, you're not going to be able to get it anyway. So if you aren't moving rapidly to building a garden, growing on your balcony, growing on your kitchen counter, I don't care where, 
growing in your basement under grow lights, it, whatever. By the way, if you, and I'm really serious what I'm going to say. I mean, if you think about like growing in the basement with grow lights, you think that's crazy. I'm just going to point out that, and, and this is not an endorsement. It's just the point that some of the best growers out there of growing in basement covertly were the marijuana growers of the 70s and 80s and 90s. Just saying. And they did it all indoors. Many of them did it indoors in their basements. So all my point of this is that it's very possible to use any space and be robust about food. And we must. It's not an issue of like, well, I don't really have the space. I'll get to it. Get to it now. Start now. Get seeds. Seeds need to be seeds and food. And seeds and food need to be the greatest commodity that you're focused on right now. And with that word, it's not just about you. It's about us working together as a community to build community, to build neighborhoods, to build tribes, and to build resilience so that this system can't come at us. And that's the most important piece. So, Patriots, again, tonight, Resistance Chicks, great interview, part one of two. Keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. Keep your prayers up. God is just there pouring out wisdom. All we have to do is listen and talk and communicate. Open our hearts. Be honest. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God will always win. But we are here in this time, in this place, fearlessly for such a time as this. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you maybe on Brighty on TV in 30 minutes. If not, I'll see you tonight Bards FM, or until the next time, God bless, and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made, therefore they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who moved forward, 
and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion which we bring to this endeavor will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. Push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath. <laughs> 